Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the star line by a member of season 20 of NBC's Love Voice. The Detroit native was wanted by both John Legend and Kelly Clarkson during the blind auditions. We welcome Zania Alake. Hi. Zania, let's go beyond the mic. Before performance arts high school and music education through college, growing up, mama put you right in the spotlight with concerts from your kitchen with your sister. What was it to grow up with music as a passion for the entire family? You know what? Sometimes like you hear a lot of kids or, you know, people that are musicians and they always say like, my parents really didn't agree with the whole music thing. And Unfortunately, that was not my parents. They were full on supportive of it because my mom was a modern dancer and my dad is a fashion designer and an African drummer and African dancer. So they've always been on stage and I just always loved it. So you got it full right at the beginning. Yes, yes. And I enjoyed every bit of it. You have a dual personality by day, a full time banker (laughs) by night a mom, and in a Anita Baker tribute show. How do you keep that fine line, that balance between fun and family? Um, so with work, it's very important, of course, to be professional, but you still have to be relatable. So you want to, you want people to enjoy your personality. I'm always joking around at work. Um, I want people to want to be at work. <laughs> so that's very important, especially these days. And I want to be a light to my kids at home. It can't just be like, no, make, go to bed, do this, do this. I want them to see what I do. I want them to enjoy what I do. And the crazy thing about it is like when I'm doing my vocal warm up, singing and all that stuff, my kids, actually this morning, I was asking my son if he wanted to do some vocal warm ups with me. And he said, no. And then he joined in. Did the whole 20 minute vocal warm up with me. And I was like, okay, so he's, he's watching me. He's watching me. But as far as me entertaining, that is my, that's my heart. That's what I love to do. I love to present myself to the world. And I know that I have a job to do when I get on that stage. When you were in super singer back in 2017, did you think you would be where you are today? No, but I've always kept trying. Um, I didn't even think I was trying as much as I, I guess I have been. Um, And there was something that someone said, I can't remember who it was, but they always said, if there is something that you love to do, stay consistent because eventually the money will come. Things that you desire will come. And I'm up here trying to figure out what can I do (laughs) with my life to be consistent so I can have that feeling. And all this whole time I've been doing competitions pretty much all my life. I've been singing on stage all my life and this is it. When was the moment that you found out the call came through? You're going to the blind auditions. (laughs) Can you share with us that moment? I mean, what's going through your mind? Um, So I was at my mom's house and I received the call and I picked up the phone and I can't remember the, who, what, who the name was, but uh, they said, this is so-and-so from The Voice. And I'm like, okay, yes. Uh, oh. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And uh, she, was, she told me, we would love for you to come to audition for The Voice. I was floored. My mom and my sister were there with me. They recorded the whole thing. <laughs> and I was speechless, but I was thankful because I've been trying to do this for a very, very long time. So it's starting to pay off. Now, how proud are your siblings, Sansa and Ra, 
yeah. friends, family, and the entire Detroit community of your accomplishments so far? Yeah, everybody is extremely supportive. For one, my sister, she's always making me my jury, so she always wants to make sure I look the best. My brother, he's very supportive with his music and trying to push me as I push him. The Detroit community, a lot of people actually in Michigan, but the Detroit community, they are very supportive and they are just loving on me. And I'm thankful for my mom and my dad. They, you know, I got a lot of their personality. So (laughs) that's why. What did your mom and dad think? They've got a background with and passion for performing, especially how big a stage this is. Mom is proud. Mom is proud. She's always taught me how to be poised. So she wants me to be presentable when I'm on stage. My dad is just your full-blown entertainer. He is the life of the party, which I am. He's always taught me to, if I learn 100 songs, learn 200 songs so you can be ready for whatever's to come. So um, they've they've been very supportive. They've always pushed me to be the best that I can be. And I'm, I'm so happy that I see the smiles on their faces now. How has music changed the way you see yourself? Music has changed the way I see me. It makes me more vulnerable. A lot of times I can't say what I'm feeling, but I can sing what I'm feeling. It may sound strange, but I feel like you can get more out when you sing a song. And I feel like you can feel me through my songs. So when you came home today, what song was going through your mind right now? Right now? Let's see. You got me thinking. Okay. (laughs) Hold on. Right now. Wow. Wow. I guess I should have already had that picked out, but <laughs> what song can I think of? That's a tough one. I don't know why that's so tough for me right now. <laughs> what Detroit musicians do you look up to? For one, Anita Baker. Anita Baker, hands down. She is my go-to, my all-time favorite, Anita Baker. And Stevie Wonder. I love his Motown stuff and... I just love him as an artist. So when Anita actually tweets at you and says, I want to see your performance, what's going through your mind? I was floored, actually. I was surprised to see she, that she even knew that I had a show going on. But when she retweeted that and said she wanted to either have like coffee or tea, I was like, ooh, okay, I must be doing something good here. <laughs> it's time for the Fast Fire Rocking 8. Eight random questions. Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. There is no pressure. Okay. Would you rather take a long train ride or a car ride? I would like to take a long train ride. Favorite smell? Coconut. Scented things. (laughs) If you were going to leave three things in a time capsule and it was going to be open in 50 years, what three things would you leave? Um, I would leave one of my wardrobes from um, the Anita Baker tribute show that I did. I would leave my microphone <laughs> and I would leave my vocal looper. What's one thing you would do for all the money in the world? <laughs> this is fun. Okay, uh, hold on. Let me see. What's the one thing I wouldn't do? I would not. I don't know. (laughs) Um, Where's that line in the sand for you? Go through sewage. 
Sewage. <laughs> Straight. Who makes you happy with just a smile? My kids. What song will you always turn up on the radio while driving and start singing at the top of your lungs? Uh, there's a song by an artist. Oh, what is her name? I forgot her name. Um, okay, so anything Victoria Monet. That's all I got. I recently discovered her. What's one thing that makes you proud about each of your children? My son, he's very energetic and very outgoing. My daughter, Zaria, she is very observant. And that's one thing that I have in me. So she she can probably watch my son because he's just in his own little world a lot of times. And my daughter is very observant. So she sees what's going on around her. Bankers are known not to have any personality. Which profession is even worse than bankers? The and this sound this in no way, shape, or form do I mean any disrespect, but pushing carts into the grocery store and it is raining or snowing. That is the worst job, depending on depending on the season. You got to work with John Legend and Brandy. When Brandy goes through the door, does your jaw drop? Mm-hmm. Where does your mind go? Oh my God. I could not believe it. I actually thought it was a hologram. I was like, this got to be a joke. This has got to be a joke because there is no way. Brandy is like right here. Mm-mm, no way. And then she moved around and I was, I realized that she was real. So, <laughs> but I adore Brandy. I adore Brandy. And I was so shocked that it was actually her. I'm glad it was her. I'm glad I chose John in order for me to see her. <laughs> So, um, yeah, that was so surreal. That was surreal. How many days did you wait to have to audition? I think I auditioned on the third day. What do you think of the competition right now? I love the competition. Um, I actually love all of the artists that are on the show. Okay, so, yeah, I I love all of the artists on the show. And um, it's surprising, actually, because... A lot of times you don't get along with contestants because you're all out to win this one prize. But everybody, I can honestly say, is amazing. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful for my um, my battle partner. It's a pretty cool person to me. <laughs> I adore them. You've done voiceover work for a web series. So how has your time on The Voice helped you for your future? It's helped me for one, to always be on time. It's key. To always do my vocal warm-ups in preparation and to speak better for one, because you want people to hear what you say. And you actually want people to hear what you're singing too. So it's prepared. As you continue on your musical path, who are the performers on The Voice that you find, you know, you find yourself finding that you have common ground and you form those tight bonds with, and you want to work with in the future. I would love to work with Cam Anthony. I would love to work with Pia Renee. And I would also love to work with uh, Darrell Anthony. What's the one thing you didn't expect from your time on the voice? I didn't expect to see Brandy. That's what I didn't expect. (laughs) That's what I didn't expect. No matter what happens, what will you take from this experience? Um, I would take that I have grown a lot 
from this experience. Um, I've learned so much on this competition and I've learned how to interact better and more. Not to say I don't interact well with people, but I interact better with others. It's always important to be gracious when it comes to the people who are helping you. And I'm speaking of musicians, the people that are playing behind you. I'm speaking of the camera crew. They are all there to make you look better, to sound better. And it's very important to be nice to those people. Always. You said on social media a couple of years ago, quote, a lot of times I don't feel beautiful about myself. This is something I struggle with a lot, unquote. How has your confidence changed since you wrote that three years ago? Um, I've gotten a lot better with my confidence. There's still something there. This little girl that still sees, doesn't see what other people might see, but I've gotten a lot better. I've, I'm owning my sexy. I'm owning my beauty and I am learning that not everything needs a filter. What's your next project? So, yeah. So after this, um, I will be doing a lot more shows. Um, I, well, you said one thing, um, but I, I am releasing a project. I'm actually in the works. I'm getting that all figured out and I'll be releasing a project. Now, if Anita Baker says she wants to do a duet with you, what would you say? Yes. <laughs> I had to ask. You cannot turn that down. That is, mm-mm. yes, is the end. She always jams with Victoria Monet, would rather take a long train ride, and wants to work with Cam Anthony and Pia Renee in the future. We wish Zania Alake from NBC's The Voice all the luck in the world. Thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. Thank you so much, Sean. It's very nice talking with you as well. And that, my friends, Bye. is Beyond the Mic. 